and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And uh, we are... Sorry we're late. Yeah, we're, well, <laughs> here's the thing. You know, I, at first, I was like, I wasn't sure if we are going to be able to put something out. Um, you know, typically by this point, we're just kind of like, okay, we're not going to be able to do it. And typically, you know, we try to get something out, like we try to record on like a Wednesday, you know, or something like that. And then we just release it on Thursday or Friday. It's kind of how it's kind of how it's been. But we've just been busy as fuck lately. October is a really busy month for us. Yeah. We had our anniversary. We went up to the mountains. That was a dick dance. That was a dick dance. Absolute dick dance. So that sucks some dicks. Then we went to go see wrestling. On Monday, yeah. On Monday. And then on Wednesday, we went to see Tool, Ugh. which was actually great. No, I was saying, show is good. It's just, uh, that it's just a lot of... It was just a lot of, like... A lot of activities. Doing stuff. And then, you know, I had to go see my parents. And then uh, we had a, a movie marathon, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And it's just like, holy fuck. Like, where did all the time go? So, sorry about that. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, no. Life. Was, yeah, life got life got in the way this week, so we just Fucking wanted to, life, we're, we're just going to record something real kind of, it's going to be a shorter episode. Yes, so. so, and just to tell you right now, we are going to talk about Joker. It is going to be full of spoilers. If you do not want spoilers for Joker, I suggest you turn this off, watch Joker, and then come back. Or if you, spoiler, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, or if you want to wait until, you know, because we'll probably do it like halfway through. Yeah. So once we get well, to Well, we'll tell you before we start talking about it, for sure, well, but I just want to save that up front. There will be spoilers. Don't want to surprise Joker, though. Nope. Nobody's going to get surprised spoilered on this show. Mm. Uh, and I don't want to hear, like, man, I didn't know. Yes, you did. Yeah, we, we, well, we warned you. Yeah. And you'll see. But, you know, that's, that's just how it is. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I want to bring this up. There's an article. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So there is a, a paper here in Denver that's been around since I was a kid. It's like a little indie newspaper. I'm sure most every city has one. Uh, L.A. used to have one, and then it was bought out by horrible dicks. Um but it's called The Westward. Yeah. And I've been reading The Westward since forever. You know, you get it at like coffee shops and record stores, whatever. Um, and they're online too. And I used to look to in The Westward to see what shows were coming. That's how I used to find out about bands. Because I love bands. I love bands. Uh, and I would like cut out like the little advertisement. And I'd like keep it with my ticket stub or whatever. Those but, were always those were always fun. Yeah, because like, that was also a way. Sometimes it was like a picture of the band. Sometimes it was like the logo. Well, what's fun about the just real quick, like what I always enjoyed about that is like that's how you found that's how I found out just about a lot of shows. Yeah. Oh, just same. Because you know it wasn't like that's how I mean that's how the only the, way you knew. Yeah, like it wasn't. I mean, obviously the internet was around, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't really the thing it is to. Day. It wasn't a thing where it's like, oh man, this band's going on a tour. And now I know all these dates. Right. Like you just all of a sudden were just sitting around, just like, oh, uh, Biohazard's coming. Yep. You know, and they're coming with uh, this band, and then this local band's opening up. Great. I'm gonna go see that show. Oh, Snake River Conspiracy's coming in Fort Collins. I yeah. should go see that, which I did. So anyway, they have it's all you know Denver stuff, and they had an article about the top, and I put this on our Facebook page. But it's the top ten nerdtastic Denver-based podcast. Do you have that up right now? I do not have it up right oh, now, but oh, I can get it. Well, I'll bring it up because our buddy, uh, friend of the show, uh, John Ekstrom of his podcast, uh, John of All Trades, sent myself. And uh, Jen a message, being like, "Hey, did you did you see this?" I, I was like, like, "No, nah, man." And I was like, "Oh, I guess that's the thing we're doing." Hey, look, somehow somebody Teague Bolin, Teague Bolin, uh, who is a writer for The Westward, 
I don't know if this has shown up in the print version. Oh, that I do not know. Uh, I have not been able to find a print version. It is on Westward. Uh, we understand if you go to our our uh, page, our page, you know, you'll find it, and uh, I'll tweet it out and stuff like that. Which, of course, uh, Worst Collection is our page, and uh, also our Twitters, uh, Angry Hero Sean and Jen Stansfield, and Instagram is Angry Hero Sean. And same, John Stansfield. Yeah, um, so yeah, so they they put up over some podcasts, and it was really exciting. Ten, uh, well, the title is the ten of the best nerdtastic Denver podcasts. Yeah, and we made the list. Surprisingly enough, uh, worst collection ever made the list. So that's really awesome. So thank you to whoever told Teague about that, or Teague, if you're listening, thank you. I'm gonna yeah, I gotta uh, need to find kind of I kind of want to find out how that came about, but that's really cool, and we're very excited about it. Um, so yeah, you can read that and well, check wanna, out I, those other cool podcasts that are listed. They've got a, a bunch of really cool like uh, film and, and movie and comic books. Some ones. of these I am familiar with, like Real Nerds. I'm familiar with. Uh, they are uh, actually I did meet those guys uh, at the Denver Pop Culture Con. Yes. So I met them. Uh, there's also a podcast called Motherfucker in a Cape. Great title. That's a, a great, great title, title for a fucking podcast. I love it. Actually, these guy, uh, this the guy that hosts it is one of the guys at the Mutiny Information Cafe. Hmm. So oh, okay, yeah. I, that's a place that I've been wanting to uh, dig into a bit and see. Cause we, uh, we were down by that area, but we didn't actually get a chance to go inside, but I, I definitely want to go in there. Uh, he has a few other cool ones. Broadcast Geeks, 5280 Geek, Beyond the Trope, Dynamic Duel, DC versus Marvel. Oh, this is, even, this is actually kind of cool. Actually, I'm, I'm going to check this out. So I'll put it over these guys. I'll put it over everybody here. They talk about, you know, DC versus Marvel, and they mm-hmm. did Creeper versus Nightcrawler. Oh, neat. Starfire versus Sunspot. Catwoman versus Hellcat. So Catwoman wins. Yeah, and they I go beyond the usual that. who would win in a foot race. Like, they're really going deep. That's something cool. And then there's us, the Jabronis, Jabroni podcast, and then Coverville, which... Hosted by a fellow named Brian Ibbett. And this podcast has been around for a very long time. Oh, yeah? Since 2004. He's one of the first podcasters. And I've always seen uh, seen his the Coverville name pop up a lot when it comes to, like, you know, people picking, like, those podcast awards and stuff like that. Like, it just it's pretty ubiquitous in that regard because mm-hmm. it's been around for so long. And uh, Mile High Game Guys, uh, Colorado Matters, which is – a show on Colorado Public Radio, but also a geek podcast of sorts. Yeah, so yeah, check that out uh, on our website. I, I I would read the review, but I figured I want you to I want you to go there and actually read it. Yeah, check and, it out and check out the rest of those people and get get hip to all those names because there's a lot of a lot of cool shows on there that uh, I, I I need to check some of those out. You know, yeah, that's that's the one thing about I always say about podcasting is that the way that people get into other shows is by listening to other shows mm-hmm. or just by. You know, word of mouth. Like, it's a very interesting medium in that it's not like a TV shows and stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, here's a listing of all the stuff that's coming up, you know, on this medium. Like, you just, you have to go out and seek it out. And so a lot of times it's easier to hear about people talking about these shows and discovering that this is a show, a certain show exists and all that. And uh, that's usually, uh, you know, the fun part of it. So thank you, Westward, for uh, yeah, giving totally. us some props. So let's talk about these movies we saw yesterday. Yeah, so the Alamo Draft House has a thing called Dismember the Alamo, and they have it, you know, nationwide. And it's a horror movie marathon. It's great. You know, we were able to do that when we were in L.A. and, like, New Beverly and stuff like that. Um, so we went to this one. And what I liked about this, uh, as I am an old woman, 
Uh, I liked that it wasn't overnight. It like started at noon and <laughs> yeah. wasn't supposed to get out till nine. And I was like, 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 like an actual up. marathon should be. Also, there were people and I could order booze or coffee or food or whatever. And I didn't have to fucking worry about it. Yeah. Much more comfortable. Much more comfortable. Um, so, yeah. So we went and uh, it's, of course, a mystery. They never tell you what films are going to show. Uh, but these had it took me a while to figure it out. But these have a uh, a loose medical theme. Well, that's something I didn't loose. pick up on until like you pointed a bunch of the stuff out at the end, and I was like, well, I mean, I I picked up on it halfway through, but then like yeah. all this other stuff you're pointing out, and I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So like it was like a loose medical theme. So we ended up watching a movie called Nightmare, which I don't know what year that's 1981. From, from 1981 called and everything was on 35 millimeter which was great well the one it was great but there was Except some two of them broke <laughs> well two of them broke Half but also through. i feel that especially the dead kids movie like the red hue it was really was red. really red was uh, really and i know red. that's just how it is and that's something that you just have to deal with when you watch a 35 millimeter film that's from 1981 right old but, ones you know but that's just how it is and you just kind of have you, to you just deal with it just deal with it yeah it was a little red though it was a little red. Uh, so we watched Nightmare, and that one was about, like, uh, a dude who was, like, on some sort of drug so he wouldn't, like, kill, but it didn't work, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> the anti-kill drug. Yeah, it didn't work. Uh, so that was that was. Fun. Well, you wouldn't have a movie if it did work. Oh, he hasn't committed any murders. He's doing well. Nightmare. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and let's check. Oh, he's doing well. Okay. Oh, he's he's uh, he's, he's holding it on oh, job. Right. Yeah, he's not oh, killing well. anybody. Oh, look at him. He's dating. Oh, he hasn't murdered at all. Good for him. <laughs> then we saw the movie Altered States, which I believe is from 1980. Yeah, Al- Altered States is a film that I don't know if I would necessarily call it horror, but it definitely has a. It's a body horror kind of ish. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very sci sci fi sci fi thrill. It's got a lot of genres going on in there. Yeah, it's got one of those movies that like I've heard of for years because it's just one of those like you would go to like a video store and you would just see the box, and it was the way that the box was is uh, a picture of what is it's an upside down William Hurt with a bunch of things tacked to his head, but it's tilted right side up, so it looks like. You know, it's how it's supposed to be, but it's not. And, you know, it's that's how basically it's about uh, William Hurt, which, by the way, this was his first film role. Oh, yeah. Because he was a stage actor for like, you know, a long time, you know, starting out. And then he got this film role. And uh, I guess it's also this movie was written by Patty Chayefsky, who's like a was a it was based on a novel. It was based on a novel by Patty Chayefsky, I, I think. I believe that is correct. And it was also, he wrote the screenplay, but he's also, like, Patty Chayefsky is, like, this uh, very well-regarded screenwriter and playwright who also did, uh, fuck me, I can't think of what else he did. He did something else. Um, Network. Oh. He wrote Network, and he wrote a bunch of stuff in, like, the 60s and 70s. So this was, like, his last movie he did for you know, before he died. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so basically it's about... I mean, I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad I saw it too. It was about basically William Hurt is a doctor who there's or, a, there's or a lot. scientist who takes a bunch of he's really into doing like mind altering shit. Yeah, there's like a whole thread where he was like, I used to be able to see angels, and then I didn't, and then that's like never mentioned again. And he like never starts seeing angels again. Then he starts seeing like the first man, and he becomes the first man, yeah. and he like, he like his. His genetics regress him into like he becomes into a, a monkey man. man. He becomes into a, a small monkey man yeah. that runs loose in the, the zoos of Boston. No, that it's ridiculous. And he like, 
it, it it is silly and there's a lot of like him running around being like i need the essential truth it's a lot of like i even told sean in the movie there i was like calm down Mulder. like whatever yeah, right. the fuck dude like i've had enough of dudes running around screaming about i need how they need the truth on tv yeah yeah no but he was he was uh, out read my x-files review by the way uh anyway yeah he, he was uh yeah he was out there this guy's just running around and you know i also want to say there's a lot there's a lot of random nudity in these movies we oh, watched yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah at least in the first two definitely in the first two definitely in the first two not not so much in the last two i don't think the last the second uh, last one had any yeah. maybe it did yeah. but uh that i mean not just ma- f- female nudity but like male nudity oh yeah like we had buns and oh, well you almost saw that dude's dick we almost had some dicks all you had a little bit of dick because he's he's like in a lot of uh, in altered states, he's in a a lot of sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah, and he always has to get pulled out of them because shit's going wrong. So there are a lot of moments where like they kind of flop him over to the side, and you almost see a ball. Yeah, so yeah. Willie Hurt, Willie Hurt's like going. He, he was he, he was, was shoot- also doing uh, an Al Bundy on the streets of New York. <laughs> that, it, it's I, at the very beginning of the movie. Him and his buddy are like they're in a tank, and they're like, "Wow, I was hallucinating in this tank. Wasn't that cool? Let's go have di- like a beer." And he walks out the front door, and he has his hand tucked into his jeans like Al Bundy as he's walking. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> I don't know why he never did it again. That's I, right. This thing, was it wasn't like a thing where he just kind of walked around. Like, that was his thing. The town. Like his habit or like something. Like, he didn't do it as a monkey man. Right. <laughs> it wasn't like a nervous habit, and you're just like, yeah, we keep telling him not to do it, but he keeps doing it or whatever. It's just, he did it once, and he never did it again. And I was like, why was that even in that shot? I'm trying to remember a bunch of other William Hurt movies, if he's ever done that. Like, he was <laughs> he was a Thunderbolt Ross in the Marvel movies, but did he? I don't know if he was. I don't know if he was Al Bundying in the in those movies. I don't. Uh, in, the, in the Marvel U, in the Marvel U MCU, you know, we got some got some Al Bundy action going on. <laughs> Do you think you could ask him at a con? <laughs> Excuse me, William. Excuse me. In all third states in 1980, you put your hand <laughs> in your pants like Al Bundy. How but come just you, one scene. But just one scene. Did you ever consider doing that as Thunderbolt Ross? Do you think that would have made a good acting choice? Thank you. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> Will Hurt would just get up and walk out because he's like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not going to an accomplished actor. Well, go fuck remove yourself. that man. <laughs> Good call, William Hurt. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I should be removed. Thank you, you are correct. You should not take this from this audience. I, I, I would remove myself, but I kind of want the, dignif- the, dig- the dignification of be being removed. Away. I want to be dragged. I'm not going to fight. I just want to be dragged. <laughs> it's always been my dream to be dragged out of a con, sir. Could you please make that happen for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah but uh that that was the second film hmm. i did i did pop uh because once the theme started coming up or whatever and you know about the about the night about the night they were watching stuff uh they the girl there would be a girl in between each of these things and she'd come out and she'd be like all right well here's the next movie and we're going back into teachers or whatever yeah yeah and whatever and i just i just go to jen i just go is this altered states too <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, the, and the guys next to me who was just like these dudes just watch the thing they, they popped <laughs> so i was kind of like oh man that was pretty funny good job babe yeah so it was, that was cool good joke uh second movie or third movie was a movie called dead kids it's aka strange behavior it's known as strange behavior but i guess it's also known as the name it's officially called strange behavior it's usually called strange behavior but on amazon prime it's called dead Kids. it's called dead kids it's one of those it has two names um and that's also from 1981 yes and that has a lot to do with like drugs and like experiments and uh, you know kids killing other kids 
Well, so. well, there's a there's well, it's basically okay. So, uh, first of all, this is a New Zealand movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was I didn't know that. pretty much shot from primarily New Zealand, but they said it was Illinois. Yeah, it was definitely that. That's what they were saying because the guy, it's like some dude rolls in like halfway through the thing because they're like, we need help from Chicago, and like the most stereotypical Chicago detective rolls in. Yeah, where he's like this huge fat guy, where he's just like just constantly sweating and he's constantly. just like, he's eating and drinking and <clears throat> yeah, he's full of hoagie. There were a lot of like people drinking at work in these movies too because oh yeah, in altered states like once. William Hurt turns into a monkey man. There's like like a janitor or a maintenance guy who is down in the wherever the basement, and he yeah. sees this guy and he like runs to the security office to be like, "There's some sort of mo- like animal loose down here." And the security guard, who has a great Boston accent, by the way, I missed it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah he's, he only has like three lines, and they're all very Boston. It's pretty great because that's where it's supposed to be. Uh, so whether he put it on or not, I don't know. But the security guy's sitting there. He's eating a sandwich and drinking a Miller High Life while on duty. You know, sometimes you just got to drink at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in in strange behavior, like, the police chief is sitting there with, like, the older police guy. And they have a whole fridge of nothing but... Beer. I don't even know if that guy, older guy, was a police guy. I think he was just an old dude. I think he was just a guy who just hangs out there. I think he was just, like, the assistant... Uh, pol- assistant lawman. Well, I think what I, I think he retired a long time ago. Like a long was, time ago, he was the chief previously, and he then he just didn't have anything else to do, so he just hung out and drank beer all day. <laughs> Everybody's just drinking beer. Everybody's fucking you know taking showers. There was a lot of showers, especially in that first movie. Oh yeah! Oh my god! There was like seven showers in that movie. I don't know why. It just it was a thing. It was just like let's all take showers. So it was just like hey, shower. Shower, 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 shower. So that, so that, so Dead Kids was uh, pretty. I thought Dead Kids was all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm calling it Dead Kids because it's easier. That's why I know it as. Uh, and it starred uh, in the lead role, uh, Billy the Kid from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, mm-hmm. as well as Nurse Ratched from F- One Who Flew Over to Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. And uh, nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, a bunch of other obviously, uh, obviously other people, but yeah. But yeah, it was a pretty, uh, pretty wild movie. And then to cap it off, well, because they... we were supposed to have five movies, uh-huh. one of them did not make it. And apparently, it was going to be like a either out of Korea or Japan. It's called the Cure. It's called Cure. Yeah. From nineteen ninety seven, and that didn't make it. That's what happens when you watch actual film. So it didn't make it. So that was fine. So the last movie. That capped it off of our four movie marathon was, and I'm surprised Sean had never seen this movie. I have seen this movie. Just, I'm not surprised you ha- you have seen this movie. Of course I've seen this movie. It was so not a shock. And I used to own it on VHS in the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Uh, John Carpenter's in the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, I've never seen Starring it. Sam Neill. Sam Neill, that's right. Yeah, well, because the thing is, it started off. on a story by H.P. Lovecraft. We started off with, uh, you know, because it was like the next movie, and it's like, oh, well, obviously it's going to be something related to the theme but they said sam neill and i was like it's like oh maybe jurassic park no, or event I, horizon but no and i i immediately go oh my god it's in the mouth of madness and sean goes are you sure i go yes yeah you know because <laughs> i used to own this movie on vhs well basically we'll, we'll go ahead and you explain what's uh is. so it's just basically about sam and it's such a weird premise for this movie but sam neill is an insurance investigator but he's a freelance insurance investigator because right. nobody pulls his strings <laughs> Uh, He's just really good at making people, making people, catching people in lies. Yeah. So he is brought in by a publishing company run by Charlton Heston, (laughs) 
who uh, the biggest author they have named Sutter Kane has gone missing. So they want to find this guy because he needs to give them the final half of this book that's supposed to be coming out in the Mouth of Madness. So I think it's kind of like they're going to put a claim in, like if he doesn't show up, but whatever. Like they have Sam Neill there. And Sam Neill's like, I will go find. I figured out that if you cut up all of his covers, it makes the state of New Hampshire. And I'm going to go to this place called Hobbs End, which is an actual location, even though it doesn't say it's on the map. And I'm going to go there and I'm going to fucking find this asshole. And I'm going to bring him back. And you fuckers are going to have to stop lying because he thinks everybody's lying. Yeah. And so that's basically it, except Hobbs End doesn't really exist. It's a gate to hell. Sutter Kane is is a conduit to all the horrible evils and Cthulhu's and et cetera's that exist. Uh, and then as people start reading this book, they start going crazy. So they start murdering everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's how the movie ends with everybody just is like, let's go fucking murder each yeah. other. I mean, like Sam Neill almost gets killed in the beginning uh, by the guy who's Sutter Kane's agent. Yeah. Who tries to chop him in, like with an axe while he's like sitting at a pizza place. <laughs> In fucking Manhattan, it's a great movie. Well, I like I like the, the actually that my favorite one of my favorite because I think it's a, it's, a, it's a definitely a trailer moment. I think where he bumps up he, the before you don't see him swinging an axe, but he goes up to Sam Neill and he's like, "Do you read Sutter Kane?" It's yeah, like, that, that's clearly like an ADR voice or oh, something. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I just love that. Yeah, yeah. And then, great. Uh, but also uh, kicking soundtrack because yeah, because John Carpenter knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Also, uh, I just also like in that movie that he is bigger than like Sutter Kane is bigger than like Stephen King yeah by like it's not even close right like billions of people read these fucking books billions of people read and they Sutter read these King. books and, they, and, and it's before the books even coming out people are fucking fighting each other and yeah you know just it's it's such a good movie it's a ridiculous I it movie so I actually I really enjoyed it uh but it's just dumb oh and, it's it's so dumb it is like I said, it's one of those like this premise doesn't technically work if you really sit there, and think some, about it. Yeah, but you know what? Let's just go with it. There's like <laughs> there's some shit they didn't ever follow up on. You know, of I mean, of course, but and, and uh, yeah, but it's uh, it was wild and it was a good way to end. A, uh, I think a good way to end a horror festival, especially with somebody you know with a director you know like John Carpenter, just a quality, just quality film, not just like. Yours ass, you know. But uh, yeah, that was a it was a good job. They did a good job on that thing. Um, Elmo does, or was it? What was it? The A F uh, the American uh, American genre American genre film archive. Yeah, they they basically partner with Elmo to do those things every year, and uh, it was fun. I guess we'll take a quick break, yeah. and we'll come back. We'll talk about Joker. Hey, everybody, Clinton Robinson here. I recently attempted to sneak into the Longbox Crusade headquarters basement to watch some of the Albrecht Brothers action movies while the crew was out at the Saturday matinee theater. Too bad I had a little mishap and got stuck down here with no movies to boot. However, there are pieces of Pat's old podcasting equipment and excellent Wi-Fi service, so I decided to pass the time watching online fan films and talking about them. What, you don't know what a fan film is? Well, there are these non-theatrical movies that people post online of already established characters and settings. Hey, hey, hey now. Just wait and see. Save all judgment for what happens when you listen to Fan Film Fridays, a new podcast found on the Longbox Crusade podcast feed. All right, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever. Well, we are talking about Joker 
2019. Spoilers. Spoilers abound. Please be forewarned. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would want to pause this and go see the movie, I suggest you would do that to yeah. get the most out of this. Or if you just don't give a fuck, Unless, that's fine If you're too. like me and don't care about spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I- don't tend to care so I, I don't know i'm surprised because a movie like midsummer has like a bunch of twists in it a bunch of shit going on in it yeah. and like i have yet to spoil it for myself but i kind of don't know if i want to or not because i want to see the movie you know it's another movie i haven't seen yet so right uh yeah but so joker 2019 directed by todd phillips mm-hmm. starring joaquin phoenix mm-hmm. and mark maron <laughs> four, no no mark maron was like Fifth build or something. He was like fourth build. Yeah, he was up there. Because it was him. It was always so like, yeah, it was Mark Maron or it was a Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I want to say Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro uh, Zazie Beetz. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Mark Maron. <laughs> who Mark Maron, who... There's not a lot of people in this movie, let's be honest. There really isn't. There's a bunch of random goons. There's random goons, but honestly, just as far as like people who have actual speaking roles, there are not a lot of characters in this movie. Well, there's also a lot of like him standing around doing shit there's a lot of dancing yeah anyway a lot of underwear oh also yeah don't forget brian callen mm, oh yeah of... oh oh also gary goleman gary goleman making a making, making a... an appearance as a comedian this is definitely club. this is definitely a, a comedy uh comedian it's got some random mass people in it yeah it, it does because i was like oh hey is that gary goleman yes yes it is probably and i was like it had to have been um yeah but so yeah the movie basically I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do a synopsis of it. No, shit, but I mean, basically, like, you know what the movie's about. Well, one other thing, <laughs> one other thing too is like, uh, real quick on a casting. I thought his mother was Sissy Spacek. Oh no! I was convinced that it was Sissy Spacek, um, but it's somebody else. What the fuck is her name? You know, but I was she's like, been in so many. things. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's a I character actors or whatever. She, yeah, I um, I know her name. So the movie obviously looks. You know what the movie's about? You got Joker, who is. Uh, his real shoot name in this movie is Arthur Peck. Arthur Peck. Arthur Fleck. Fleck. Excuse me. Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck. And he is on a bunch of medication. Well, okay. So it starts out uh, Francis Conroy is his mother. Okay. So it starts out where he's already been in a mental institution. Yeah. So he, it starts out with him having been released. How long he's been out, we don't really know. Yeah. But he is still under state mandated care to get his medication, to talk to a therapist, you know, because he's got a lot of problems, Uh, a lot of mental illness, you know, stuff like that. That's where we start with this. And I, I was reading some review, you know, comment. Don't ever read the comments. So, like, there was some guy, and he was just like, yeah, you know, it was fine. I I didn't really love it. You know, I I thought it was disjointed or whatever. And the guy who replies to him is just like, obviously, you need to stick with movies and not watch a film, which the Joker is obviously a film, because this is about his slow descent into madness. And I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) Like, he's, he's already crazy. He's, he was in a mental institution before we even yeah, see he's him. He's already got fucking problems. He's got like he's not going crazy. He's already there. Yeah. So first off, that guy was wrong, and I just want to point that out here on the internet. Yeah. So basically, someone else was wrong on the internet. So basically, he's out there doing odd jobs, and he's he's well, a clown, which he seems clown. to really enjoy. He seems a clown. I thought I, I didn't understand. I thought he was just a clown for that 
place where he was holding the sign. But apparently it's like a company of clowns. It's a clown agency. It's a clown agency where you like go and dress up and then your boss sends you to where clowns are needed. Clown outsourcer. Is that a thing? It's like it's like being a cab mm-hmm. and like getting sent to, you know, getting dispatched, much like taxi. Yeah. You work and there's a bunch of other dudes and then you go where your boss tells you to go. Because I was like, are, is there that much demand for a clown? Apparently so. Even in the whenever this is late 70s, early 80s. We're going to say 80. I'm going to say 81. Ish. Yeah. 80, 81. Yeah. The, so I was, I was just being born. Me too. We were just being born. Yeah, and everything is gross. So, yeah, it, and he seems to like it, but he, like, gets... I mean, this guy gets his ass kicked, like, 14 times in this movie. Oh, he, it's like a fucking Bruce like, Willis movie. Like, all, is it Bruce... All the time! <laughs> I'm just... I'm like, how many... How, like... He gets... Why are people bothering him in the first place? Like, okay, those kids are shitty, but are they really gonna, like, kick his ass in the alleyway? Yeah, like, they... I mean, they like, like they're Like, they're, in, they're intent on beating up a clown yeah with a sign like, and just fucking kicking the shit out of him and mugging him it's like you could have mugged anybody else that the clown doesn't have anything it's like clearly he's not doing well because he's holding a sign for he's doing he's doing the sign twirlies for a fucking store that's going out of business going out of business and he's dressed like a clown yeah but what the fuck which clowns still all look like 19 like like depression era hobos yeah which i don't get like why their look has not been updated uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, so, I, got, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we're talking. Well, no, I because eh. there was that one guy who was putting on the like, who looked like here based in Denver, Blinky the clown, who was a hobo clown. Yeah, hobos. Uh, you know, putting on the the beard and whatever. So he gets his ass kicked by them. Then he gets now. This is the part that baffled me because even though these are shitty finance bros who kick his ass in a subway yeah. car, if you've spent even a fucking day in a city with public transportation. The guy laughing to himself for no fucking reason is not the guy you fuck with. Because that's the crazy guy. If you are on, like when we lived in Boston, if you're on the T and some guy's just sitting to himself just like laughing and screaming, are you going to go fuck with that guy? No. No. No, you are not. You are going to leave that because that is the guy who's going to I'm not going to go up to the guy that's going, try to like, try to be like, hey man, maybe you should tone it down a bit. He's like, the spare anybody got any spare change anybody got spare tra- i mean I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of this no guy. that's just literally that how he was down <laughs> it would it, you'd just be like anywhere in downtown crossing and just you just be here tra- yeah and and he like, was oh. just, does anybody got any spare change that's what that guy sounded like all yeah. the time and he would just sit there and scream it for hours yeah. And so it was kind of like one of those things you're like you're not going to fuck with that guy. No, you're not going to try to reason with that guy, but no. so, but but these but these bros cuz like they're cuz these bros these bros are like beaten up Apparently, or not, they're, they're harassing a woman. Yes. And then he starts laughing. So they're like well, she leaves. She uh because it's New York, it's Gotham, but it's New York-ish where you can like walk in between the cars. Yeah. She can't do. I've never lived in a city where you can do that. Um you're on the car until it fucking stops. So she leaves and goes to the next car. And they come over to, like, kick his ass. But they're, like, a bunch of, like, Wall Street bankers who work for Wayne Enterprises, which in this reality is basically just, a, like, a Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Um, Let's put it this way. Uh, Thomas Wayne. Huge dick. Huge dick. <laughs> he uh, fucking punches Joaquin Phoenix in the face. 
he does a lot of weird. He's, he's a he's a fucking like he's a motherfucker in this movie, Which is, and is dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it's so but dumb. Whatever. Because I will tell you right now, he's, he's basically like a Trump Stanton. Yeah. Or, or, or insert any any super assholey billionaire. Put him right here. Yeah. Because that's what he is. Um, for me, I did not need any of this shit. No. Anything with Thomas Wayne. I mean, you could have referred to him on the news, and I think I would have been fine. But actually, like, oh, Joker's mom used to work for Thomas Wayne, and she's going to tell Joker that Thomas Wayne is his dad, even though it's not fucking true. But you're not really sure if it's not fucking true. Anyway. Um, but it's not true. But it's not true. Uh, Thank and, God. Oh, hey, don't worry about it, because the Joker's going to go to Wayne Manor, and he's going to interact with Bruce Wayne as a child and put his fucking fingers in his mouth. Yeah. Like a goddamn fucking creep. <laughs> hey, do you like do you like the Joker? Do you like Batman? I thought you liked the Joker talking to Batman when he's a little kid. <laughs> it's exactly like that Pat nozzle. Oh, so are they like fighting each other? Like, nah, Joker just put his fingers in his mouth and shit. <laughs> it's exactly that fucking Pat nozzle. He's, he's, he's choke slamming Alfred through the fence. The fuck? I, I, I turned you on. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Alfred's a fucking jobber. 100%. The, the, Alfred, who's, you know, compared to the Gotham Alfred who gets stabbed every episode. Dude, that, the guy. And lives. The, from the TV show Gotham. That Alfred got stabbed and dumped in a fucking garbage truck, and he still lived. And he didn't even contract any sort of horrible hepatitis. Oh, he was fine. He was fine, like, the later in the episode. He's just like, Miss Master he Wig, got, he got would you like, like an egg? He got times in the fucking stomach, and he was just like, I'm okay. Master Wig, would you like an egg? <laughs> Can I take you out for pizza after you viciously beat your classmate? <laughs> here's, here, here's my watch. Go punch this child. <laughs> Use it as brass knuckles, sir. But so yeah, but there's a thing you see, like because Bruce Wayne's just out there fucking around in his front yard, and you know, Joker's like, "Hey, I'm a cloud. Hey, I'm gonna start touching your face. Hey, I might be your brother. Hey, go get Thomas Wayne for me." And there, and Alfred's, and he's like choking Alfred, and Alfred's like, "Fuck off, whatever." Yeah, and, I, I, I so did not need that. And then of course, of course. There is, you know, all the clowns. People are inspired by. Well, so hey, okay, basically, well, let's, let's yeah. break down a little bit. So yeah. he shoots these bros who sing, yeah. send in the clowns. Yeah, and I read this. I forget who wrote it, but I think I read it in the AV Club or, or something. But it was like I think the most unbel. He the reviewer said the most unbelievable part of this movie is that these three fucking frat bros would know every single verse of send in the clowns <laughs> these fucking three straight frat guys singing send in the clowns word for word oh yeah they're, they're nailing uh, those parts because i can tell you i don't know any of that uh, you, know, you know what i know, know what parts i know of some of the clowns send in the clowns that's it that's it that's it right there that's it that's all <laughs> so uh yeah but he uh so they so they fuck with them he shoots them like he kills all. Like he, he just run. He, he, he shoots. He, like he, nobody's on this train. Nobody's on this train. Apparently, yeah. he just shoots a bunch of them on oh, a train. We do have to say that he has been fired from his job. Oh, that's right. At this point, he uh, he's on the way home because the guy who paints himself up like a hobo clown is like, "Hey, they are so scary. You know what you need to protect yourself? A gun. Get a gun here." Here's a paper gun, or a paper bag with a gun in it. Yeah. And a bunch of bullets. And so, of course, Joker brings it to his next gig, which is at a fucking children's hospital, and he drops it, and he gets fired. Yeah. So he has been fired, and he has his gun, and these guys fuck with him, and he shoots them. And then he runs away, and he goes to dance in a nasty bathroom. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, make sure we get some dancing in. 
like, oh, he does like Tai Chi or some shit. About, I was like, is he doing Tai Chi in a bathroom? What is happening right now? <laughs> uh, but he like does a little dance or whatever. Um, and people are inspired by this. Yeah. They're inspired that there's a guy. Who it's like a Guy Fox kind of thing where everybody's wearing of, like yeah. every – instead of those masks are wearing the face paint. They're wearing clown masks. Yeah. And so basically, uh, you know, there's these big rallies and they're basically – you know, basically they're like, look, you know, fuck rich people. Yeah. Fuck all these people. You know, fuck everything or whatever. But it's some so at some point, uh, he, he starts – his mom has a stroke. Yeah. And she's in the hospital – and he's watching TV and show on the TV is the the show that they would watch this uh, oh, Murray M- Murray Franklin Murray Franklin yeah which is Robert De Niro it's basically Johnny Carson it's basically a Johnny Carson and although a Johnny Carson that dances a lot so it's kind of like it's like a, a Johnny Carson meets Conan Robbie De- Robert De Niro is just kind of like he's like hey everybody he's just dancing at his desk and yeah. it's, it's like. <laughs> Just made me think of that Simpsons where it's like only I may dance, <laughs> kind yeah. of rib. But uh, yeah, so he's uh, so he's sitting there and they're, you know, he he's like, hey, you know what it was really funny? Somebody taped this on an open mic. Let's show it on my national televised show, you know. And it's Joker who at some point does a st- set of stand up, and you know he's just saying these, you know, he's just doing his jokes, he's just trying, and, and nobody's laughing. Well, and and he also has like something where he like his laugh is a nervous tick. Oh, that's right. Which is something I hate. I don't like that. Um, as a character thing. As a character thing. Yeah. Um, for me, the Joker's laugh should have been a cultivated thing that he does to freak people out. Right. Uh, it. My. That's my personal opinion on it. I just. I don't like that. It's this. He had a head injury, so now he laughs inappropriately. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's. All right, whatever. So yeah, so they show this thing on TV, and everybody, you know, it's whatever. It's a viral sensation of sorts in 1981, uh-huh. and somebody from this, you know, from the show calls him, and it's like, hey, why don't you come on down and be on the show? And so he goes down to the show, and like also we got all intents and purposes of shooting himself, for all intents and purposes of doing a Budweiser, you know, yeah. hey man, hey man, nice shot, yeah, you know, that's exactly and, what it was. And then he goes there and. Uh, you know, on the way there, there's like a there's like a big uh, there's like a big rally that's going to happen with all the clown, clown all the people. Yeah, the so there's like a rally, and people are all painted up like the clowns. Uh, he is well. Also, too, the cops are chasing him because they kind of yeah. they they got heat on him for being uh for being the guy that shot the people the, in the subway. So right. like, something happens in the subway where a fight breaks out, and the cops shoot some guys that are dressed like clowns. Right, and all of a sudden, like all hell breaks loose right. in the city, but he goes into he goes to 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 the, do this show while all this shit's going on. Of course, he's already killed his mother. Uh, he smothered her to death. Well, because she basically he found out that she used to let her boyfriends beat him and that she was crazy. And she's also he's also adopted. Yeah, he's adopted, and she's like nuts. And she used to be in an insane asylum too, uh, because she's. Sure, Thomas Wayne is his dad, even though it's not true. Whatever. I'm really glad that wasn't a true thing. Oh, I, like, would, I thought they were really going to be like, "Oh, this is true." <laughs> I would have walked out right then. I'd have been like, "Meet me in the lobby when you're done," because I, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot with these fucking family connections. I hate it. Everybody knows this. I hate it. Uh, anyway, so he's like doing this thing, and he, of course, he has like green hair. He's just like already killed more people. He's killed like five people at this point. Uh, Who did he kill? He will remember the other clown. 
Oh, that's there was right. The, the little killed- person clown, and then the guy who gave him the gun. Yeah. Came to his apartment to be like, "Hey, man, we found out your mother died," and he's like, "Yeah." cool and then like he stabs the guy who gave him the gun because like he pissed him off or something yeah um but he did let the little person go because that guy was always nice to him yeah so he let him go yeah be nice to people uh yeah uh be nice or, yeah. you never know who might stab you, you never know who might be <laughs> a joker who might just decide to stab yeah. so um he goes to this thing and he has green hair and he's up in his face paint and he's like introduce me as the joker and mark maron's like Dude, we can't fucking put this guy on TV. And Robert, rightfully so, he's right. He's like, we cannot. One of the few times that Mark Barron is probably, probably even Mark Barron realizes being the voice of reason. Yeah, he's like, oh wait, I am correct here. Uh, And fucking Robert De Niro's like, nah, good idea, man. Let's do this thing. Uh, So he brings him out, and he just starts like ranting about how like. People aren't nice anymore and like, you know, when you, you don't treat people well and you get this problem and then like, like you really shouldn't, you know, defund people who need medical attention. I mean, really the, the, to me, the the whole point of this movie, uh, is people need a better safety net, social safety net. Uh-huh. Uh so but then he says like starts screaming and like he goes on we, for like ten minutes and nobody cuts the fucking feed. And right. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. They would have cut him after thirty. What are you even talking about right now? Yeah, he would have been out, out of the way as soon as like things started getting weird. It's, yeah, immediately cut to commercial, we're not just, that's it. And there's no security. Nothing. And then I and I did laugh because I have a six Well no, we we we'll first have to mention so at some point he's like yeah, all this crazy shit's going on or whatever. It's like, oh, oh by and the by the way, way I, I killed, killed I, I killed those dudes, and everybody's like, oh my god. Anyways, yeah. So he's like, whatever, going on and on and on. No one cuts him. Mark Maron's entire role is to just be pixelated in the background because you barely <laughs> see him. He's like blurry. Uh, Pow! He, I just shit my pants. He has like. Pow! I just pixelated my pants. He only has like three lines, and he gets fourth build in this movie. Well, he's like one of the only other people that has like any name value <laughs> in this movie. Let's be honest. So, and finally, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna kill you. So he shoots Robert De Niro in the head, which honestly is pretty funny. And it's not supposed to be funny, but it's funny. <laughs> Just like the way Robert De Niro dies is funny, and it's not supposed to be. But I laughed. So he shoots Robert De Niro in the head, and then they cut. Yeah. And I was like, no, bro, you would. And there's no security, so everybody just runs, and he just walks out. He just walks out, and everybody. No, no, no. The cops come and pick him up. Oh, the cops do come and pick him up, but there should have been some sort of security to escort him off when he started getting fucking weird. Well, whatever. Whatever. It's the '80s. Nobody cared. Yeah, I guess not. nobody cared. That's true. The '80s, nobody cared. <laughs> so yeah but he uh, i guess like this goes out to because it's not you know it's this nationally tabloid show so everybody sees it and like everybody in gotham sees it and they're like you know there's the, the streets are on fire and everything's all fucked up and and of course then we get my favorite thing oh okay so basically he's yeah so he's being escorted and they you know the police car somebody ambushes the police car they get him out and they're all like joker woo! and then as that's happening one of the, I almost forgot about this. Oh my god, how did you? This was, and it, here's the part where I, I fuck. I could have taken everything else, but I did not need this. Somebody is waiting for the Waynes outside a theater, and they follow him down an alley, and they shoot Ms. Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne, and of course we get them pearls. We get them pearls getting ripped off her neck and fall into the street, and I was like, fuck 
you. <laughs> I don't need this. I don't need this in this movie. What are you doing? Why? Are you I don't doing need this? another. I don't need a Joker movie that is also a backdoor uh, Batman origin story. I really fucking don't. Don't give it to me. I'm. I'm so over. Are we going to try to tie this shit into I'm fucking so whatever's coming up with Robert Pattinson being like, yeah, I would go see. Uh, yeah, everyone's like, oh no, Dragon Slayer, 1981. Man, this is so standalone, and I'm like, they literally make Batman in this fucking movie. What are you even talking about? So, and then that's, like, the end of the movie. The movie ends. Uh, uh, and he ends in a mental institution. Oh, I forgot about this, too. Yeah. Where he kills the lady helping him, and he ends up running away from the guards, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, Actually, ends kind of on the Benny Hill sketch. Yeah, it really <laughs> he does. kind of running through these halls, and, like, and people are chasing people are cha- him. He goes one way, they're chasing another way. It's like, yeah. what, the, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, for me personally, I don't ever need to see this movie again. No. Nah. I did not like it. Uh, I'm not saying that Joaquin Phoenix didn't do a great job. I thought he did. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job. Um, there are some really, um, like, very arresting visuals in this movie. And it's very uncomfortable. And I understand that that's the whole point. But, again, it's really disjointed and it's really slow in some points. It feels like a long movie. It feels. I know it's – and I think it is. It's, it is It is like at least two hours. You feel every minute But it feel you feel it and yeah yeah and it's there's a lot of that going on there's a lot of shit just you know like his descent into madness i'm like he's already he fucking already there, there i mean i know he's on like trying to be medicated and stuff like that and he's trying to do better but yeah and there's a lot of stuff know. too because you do see like he has like a, a quote relationship with like this woman down the hall and you come to realize it's all in his head yeah there's another part where you see like you know him talking to robert de niro at the very beginning and it's all in his head yeah so there is a lot of like unreliable narrator stuff where really you could say if he was in a mental institution before the movie started, does anything in this movie happen? Right? It could all it's be It's a good in his point. Head. Yeah. Uh that could all be in his head. There's a part where he his mother has died and it's a nineteen eighty refrigerator and he pulls <laughs> everything out of it and he goes inside the refrigerator and the door shuts. Now People our age and older will probably remember, not so much young kids because this doesn't happen anymore, but back in the day, people used to say, like, if you ever find a refrigerator, like, in an abandoned house or, like, in a field or in a junkyard, don't play in it because those refrigerator doors used to latch from the outside and you could not open them and people would suffocate in them. So that doesn't happen anymore. That's not a thing. But we're talking about. So I was like, did he when he went in there? Did he fridge himself? You could, yeah. Did he fucking fridge himself? Yeah. Like, is the rest of this movie after this all in his head? Like his dying fantasy as he suffocates in a goddamn refrigerator? Like, you know, I don't know. It's possible. There's a couple <laughs> points where you're like, wait, is this actually happening? His last line is like, whoa, I got mustard. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> He was just driving a school bus the whole time. <laughs> oh, it's Otto. Nice. It's all connecting. All these universes. Yeah. So, I mean, which is good because you've never... That's kind of what you want with the Joker. You don't really want to know the truth because there is no truth with the Joker. True. Um. So, I mean, that part was good. But again, there's a lot of like really boring, boring parts. There's way too much dancing. There's way too much like Joaquin Phoenix in his just, underwear. Just posturing. And... Just doing weird underwear shit. <laughs> And just dancing and just, it's, yeah, a lot of smoking, 
oh my god that was the other thing that we were talking about too we were just like so if this is the truth 19 it was from 1981 1981 is bruce 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 wayne is nine yeah his parents get mowed down in front of him yeah now i don't know how old the joker is supposed to be in this movie but joaquin phoenix looks 45 yeah so i'm assuming the joker is in his 40s maybe he's supposed to be in his 30s don't know it is the 80s though so it could be a hard 30s it could be his 30s so but at the same time he does nothing but chain smoke through this entire movie and i was like by the time batman gets old enough to go after the joker the joker's gonna be like got emphysema and pulling a goddamn oxygen he's not gonna have any it's not gonna be any fight he's gonna be like you're the joker he's like kick (laughs) he's gonna be like (laughs) and then the other thing that i i brought up to sean too was um for me i don't think you can make the joker this creepy weird right because he has to have enough charisma to make goons follow him uh-huh and i realized that, like he started a movement i'm like did he though i mean not really i mean i guess that's what the movie tells he just, me he just gave people the excuse he gave people an excuse they were already fucking looking for they're like oh great yeah this is but a clown, him, clown guy yeah but for him to have a whole bunch of like fucking henchmen and goons that do his bidding as we see that he does in the comics he would have to be way more charismatic and able to manipulate people than he is here here he can barely speak to anybody else yeah no it's it's not um, it's, it's not it's not it doesn't seem plausible to me it, it is very implausible for yeah. for that level of you know of character that, yeah. that everybody's supposed to be like oh this is the character that you know he's got the he's a big crime lord i'm like as eh, he yeah, no, he's just a fucking loner weirdo uh, I'm glad they didn't try to shoe in some like Harley Quinn origin too in yeah. there. You know? She's she's being born. He's in the hospital. It's like and like look at this baby. You'll fuck her one day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this? Uh, <laughs> fucking Twilight. What is this Twilight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm also a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for Joker it's like Wolf. That SNL sketch where it was like. Oh, time to meet your new wife. And they, like, bring out this much younger woman. And he's like, oh, okay, well, this woman's, like, 24. And she's like, oh, but I won't be pregnant for another five years. My daughter is your future wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I forgot what the sketch was. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, that was funny. Uh, yeah, no, I... <sighs> I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I saw it. I got it on my system. I mean, again, and I'll I'll concur with you. I'm not just concurring. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of beautiful things in this movie. It's visually just things that are very interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, neat perform- atmosphere, neat atmosphere. There's performances that are really good. Um, but as far as like a movie goes, I don't ever need to see it again. No, I'm, I'm never good. Gonna see it again. Uh, I, it's out of you know. It, they made a Joker movie bravo yep good and job you, and you found a way to kill the waynes again fucking give you fucking you should seriously. give them the oscar you should get an honorary oscar for killing uh for the death of a fictional character as many uh, times as they've been killed seriously I, we were I, talking I, about trying to figure out like how many times this actually happened in like these movies yes i was actually trying to figure out like if i took every single clip of the waynes getting mowed down in every movie that i could find how long would that clip be I don't think it's as many as we think it is, but like it feels like it happens all the time. At least five. Well, if you're counting also Gotham, so TV. Yeah, any any representation in a visual medium. I mean, I guess you'd also count the cartoons. Yeah, but I don't know if it's if you actually ever see that in the cartoons. 
I don't believe you do. I would have to go back, but I'm almost positive that it does not happen. I'm pretty certain that like year one, uh, bat- that movie they did, Batman Year oh, One, yeah, probably yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm, on I'm talking about the animated series. Right, I won't say, but you're talking like every medium. You oh, know. everything. You yeah, could, so it'd be like it. you'd have to see it in. Well, obviously, it's Batman '89. Batman '89. Bravo to uh, Batman Returns for not rehashing. That's why it's a good movie. That's why it's great. It's a great movie. Uh, actually, even Batman Forever didn't fucking rehash it. Even Batman and Robin didn't fucking rehash it. Are we sure it. about that? Uh, Batman Forever, I know. Did I mean, I know we had a, we had Robin's parents dying. Yes. I didn't know if Batman there was stuff. I, I didn't know if there was a thing where it was like Batman's like, oh, my parents too, you know? Uh, I don't remember. I'm mm, Maybe. Yeah. But then, so at least Batman 89, at least Gotham, um, at least Batman v Superman. Oh, Bivis, uh, yeah. Bivis, Bivis, Bivis really shelled it out for that one. Batman Begins. Because Bivis was like, hey, let's get some good actors from The Walking Dead to be in this yeah. movie, to play the Waynes. Yeah. Okay, so what do we have? We have Batman 89. Bivis. Yeah. Don't they do it? Don't they show it again in the Justice League? I don't remember. They might. Ba- okay. Definitely be Batman Begins. Yeah. Gotham. And then Joker. That's five. And I think we're going to probably get it in the Pattinson movie. Oh, 100%. I feel like we're going to. So I, I really hope that his parents are played by Kristen doing, Stewart and Tyler Lautner. <laughs> without doing any research, I can I can absolutely say without, with no research whatsoever that there are five instances right now that I, exist. I hope in the, pet, in the Batman, Robert Pattinson movie, his parents are played by Kristen Stewart and Tyler Lautner and they CGI Robert Patton's face onto a oh, young boy. No. <laughs> so we're getting so we just like they did the baby. Yeah. And then the breaking dog. We just watched Breaking Dawn Part Two today. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, we, we did it for a movie. We did it for We Hate Movies. We don't, did. Don't don't judge us. No, we did. But, we Hate Movies because uh, they they dropped a commentary track on it. But uh, yeah, I hope that's what they do. We're just and we all just go, oh man, and that's and yeah. it's terrible. Let's just let's just lean into it, you know. But. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, we got that and whatever. But it, the movie, look, the one thing too that another thing too that I um that speaking, could, speaking of we uh, hate movies, I will I will cop one of their sayings. It's okay to like a movie. Uh huh. No, hundred percent. So if you liked this movie, cool, man. I didn't like this movie. No, I didn't. It's all right. And I just feel like it's, it's just what, not for me. It's one of these movies that people are gonna. I feel. I I I could be just being presumptuous here. But people are going to, like, take it the wrong way. Oh, yeah. It's like a you fight know, club. It's like a fight club kind of movie. And people are going to be like, oh, man, that's how Joker, you know, that's how this shit is, man. You know, whatever. It's like. It's right. The no. way you get your thing across is by blowing a blowing a talk show host away, bro. Yeah. I think it's just, I, I just don't mm, want that not. to be the case. Because I feel like a lot of people already, you know, have that attitude towards the Joker character. Like, it's just a, you know, it's, it's such a, yeah. a, cha- and, and a chaotic again, Yes. Character that people, I don't know. And that's also something, you know, for me, I am not a Joker fan. I want to say a lot. Of, I was going to correct myself. I want to say a lot of people. Some people do. Some people. And there are some people who are like super into the character of the Joker. I am not one. It's of a very interesting people. character. It's a very interesting character, but I'm definitely not one of those people. I've never had, well, I'm not saying I'm not as much of a Batman person as you are. But yeah, but, yeah, I, but mean, I mean, I've never I really. Can take or leave the Joker. Yeah, like I'm not really crazy about that as a him, i like him as a villain i want to keep him as a villain i don't need backstory i want to know nothing about him that is what i want out of my joker i enjoy the joker and anytime mark hamill's voicing him of course and yes 100%. anytime He's i'm great. playing as him in the lego game yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i also enjoy which i don't own yet but i do i want to own it the the super powers counter 
Joker mm, figure. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk, we've talked enough about Joker. So yeah, we that that's our thought. Again, you know. Again, it's okay to like a movie. Yep. If you guys really like this movie, you know that's cool. I'm just saying it just didn't it didn't vibe for me. And there's a lot of things in it that bothered me more more than actually things I enjoyed. And that's usually kind of how I I think I kind of how I feel about certain movies where it's like if it just something bothers me, I don't really want to revisit it. I don't really can't really feel you know comfortable saying oh it's a good movie so that's just how yeah. it is yeah but uh i guess that's a, that, that's it uh we've already gone over an hour shit so i didn't think we were gonna do it as long of a show as we did but we here did. we are so we'll put this out and uh we should be back on track later this week as well so you guys will get uh, a whole bunch of stuff and if you're new to listening to the show uh via this uh article at westwood uh hello hello hopefully you'll stick around hopefully you'll tell your friends about the show uh facebook twitter Instagram, you know, it's all there. We gave it at the top of the show. And uh, yeah, and please, if you are rating our show on your platforms, please give us a five-star review if you think we deserve it. You know? So yeah. That's, uh, I uh, just want to say if you have any interest whatsoever in the X-Files, I am currently writing X-Files reviews of the entire series. I'm only on episode three send help and booze but you can read them at my blog uh jen stansfield at uh, dot wordpress.com yep check it out check it out all right folks uh, if you're on the west coast um you know since we shouted out we hate movies if you're on the west coast they are going there in november maybe you should go there too yeah uh yeah the, the well, former guests on the show andrew droopin and steven sadak yeah so, so you might want to so check if, you're, that out. if you are new to this show uh figured go, we'd plug that since we caught their phrase well we also we have a we have all of our shows are still on apple Podcasts. anywhere you get your podcasts so like the whole backlog is there all the way back to 2014 so you know and that was an episode we did with them a couple of years ago uh where we talked about x factor and batman we talked about the tech yes, comics we do. uh so yeah you can go back and if you're a fan of just just check out the past shows we really encourage We're that fun. A, we are fun we had a good and you know, we had a good review. I've, I felt pretty good about myself when I see that. I know that'll wear off soon enough. Oh yeah, no, I feel like crap again. <laughs> Don't you worry. Well, my back threw out, so I'm kind of yeah. Sean's where I was. I guess, I guess, I guess that, I guess that's my price of uh, of uh, feeling good. That's very Catholic of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you, you, usually it goes back to there. We're going. We're, we're going back to the Catholic stuff. Yeah, that's very Catholic. You're like, oh, one good thing happened to me. That is why I'm suffering now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, folks, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.